Hi there and welcome to Revitalize, the everyday audio bible with me, your host, Lulu Lincoln. Today I'll be reading from Genesis 27, Psalm 27 and Matthew 27. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for such a time as this. Father, I thank you for your your grace, for the faith you've given us, for salvation, for hope. Father, for removing sorrow from us, for adding wealth to us, for forgiving our sins, for saving us, Father, from eternal death and darkness. Holy Spirit, thank you for your counsel, for your wisdom and your guidance. As I read your word, strengthen me and help me to be transformed into your likeness. And also, Holy Spirit, encourage those who hear, encourage those who who read along with me, bless the people listening with salvation, not just for them, but for everyone in their households. In Jesus' name, Amen. Genesis 27 Now when Isaac was old and his eyes were too dim to see, he called his elder and favourite son, Esau, and said to him, My son, and Esau answered him, Here I am. Isaac said, See here I am old, I do not know when I may die. So now, please take your hunting gear, your quiver of arrows, and your bow, and go out into the open country and hunt game for me. Make me a savoury and delicious delicious dish of meat, the kind I love, and bring it to me to eat, so that my soul may bless you as my firstborn son before I die. But Rebecca overheard what Isaac said to Esau his son. And when Esau had gone into the open country to hunt for game that he might bring back, Rebekah said to her younger and favourite son, Listen carefully, I heard your father saying to Esau your brother, Bring me some game and make me a savoury and delicious dish of meat, so that I may eat it and declare my blessing on you in the presence of the Lord before my death. So now, my son, listen carefully to me and do exactly as I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me two good and suitable young goats, and I will make them into a savoury dish of meat for your father, the kind he loves to eat. And then you shall bring to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before his death. Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Listen, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. Suppose my father touches me and feels my skin. Then I will be seen by him as a cheat, an imposter, and I will bring his curse on me and not a blessing. But his mother said to him, May your curse be on me, my son. Only listen and obey me, and go and bring the young goats to me. So Jacob went and got the two young goats, and brought them to his mother. And his mother prepared a delicious dish of food, with a delightful aroma, the kind his father loved to eat. Then Rebekah took her elder son Esau's best clothes, which were with her in her house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the young goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. And then she gave her son Jacob the delicious meat and the bread which she had prepared. So he went to his father and said, My father. And Isaac said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said, I am Esau, my first, your firstborn. I have done what you told me to do. 
Now please sit up and eat some of my game so that you may bless me. Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found game so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord your God caused it to come to me. But Isaac wondered and said to Jacob, Please come close to me so that I may touch you, my son, and determine if you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob approached Isaac, and his father touched him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He could not recognise him as Jacob, because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. And so he blessed him, but he said, Are you really my son Esau? And Jacob answered, I am. Then Isaac said, Bring the food to me, and I will eat some of my son's game, so that I may bless you. He brought it to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Please come, my son, and kiss me. So he came and kissed him. And Isaac smelled his clothing and blessed him and said, The scent of my son Esau is like the aroma of a field which the Lord has blessed. Now may God give you of the dew of heaven to water your land and the fatness and fertility of the earth and an abundance of grain and new wine. May people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be Lord and master over your brothers, and may your mother's sons bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed, and may those who bless you be blessed. Now as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had scarcely left the presence of Isaac his father, Esau his brother came in from hunting. Esau also also made a delicious dish of meat, and brought it to his father and said to him, Let my father get up and eat some of his son's game, so that you may bless me. Isaac his father said to him, Who are you? And he replied, I am your son, your firstborn, Esau. Then Isaac trembled violently, and he said, Then who was the one who was just here, who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came, and I blessed him. Yes, and he in fact shall shall be and shall remain blessed. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with a great and extremely bitter cry, and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. Isaac said, Your brother came deceitfully, and has fraudulently taken away your blessing for himself. Esau replied, Is it not rightly he named Jacob the supplanter? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and now he has taken away my blessing. Have you not reserved a blessing for me? But Isaac replied to Esau, Listen carefully. I have made Jacob your brother, your master, and Lord, I have given him all his brothers and relatives as servants, and I have sustained him with grain and new wine. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Have you only one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. Then Esau, no longer able to restrain himself, raised his voice and wept loudly. Then Isaac, his father, answered and prophesied, and said to him, Your dwelling shall be away from the fertility of the earth, and away from the dew from of above, of heaven above. But you shall live by your sword and serve your brother. However it shall come to pass when you break loose from your anger and hatred, that you will tear his yoke off your neck and you'll be free of him. So Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing with which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, Days of mourning for my father are very near. 
Then I will kill my brother Jacob. When these words of her elder son Esau repeated to Rebekah, she sent for Jacob, her younger son, and said, Listen carefully. Your brother Esau is comforting himself concerning you by planning to kill you. So now, my son, listen and do what I say. Go, escape to my brother Laban in Haran. Stay with him for a while until your brother's anger subsides. When your brother's anger towards you subsides and he forgets what you did to him, then I will send and bring you back from there. Why should I be deprived of both of you in a single day? Then Rebecca said to Isaac, I am tired of living because of the daughters of Heth, these insolent wives of Esau. If Jacob takes a wife from the daughters of Heth like these daughters of the land, what good will my life be to me? Psalm 27 A Psalm of Fearless Trust in God A Psalm of David The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the refuge and fortress of my life. Whom shall I dread? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and my enemies, they stumbled and fell. Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though no war rise against me, even in this I am confident. One thing I have asked of the Lord, and that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, in his presence, for the days of my life. To gaze upon the beauty, the delightful loveliness, and the majestic grandeur of the Lord, and to meditate in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will hide me in his shelter, and in the secret place of his tent he will hide me. He will lift me up upon a rock. And now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me. In his tent I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious and compassionate to me and answer me. When you said, seek my face in prayer, requiring my presence as your greatest need, my heart said to you, your face, O Lord, I will seek on the authority of your word. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon me nor leave me, O God of my salvation. Although my father and my mother have abandoned me, yet the Lord will take me up, adopt me as his child. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies who lie in wait. Do not give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have come against me. They breathe out violence. I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Matthew 27 When it was morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, conferred together against Jesus, plotting how to put him to death since under Roman rule they had no power to execute anyone. So they bound him and led him away and handed him over to Pilate, the governor of Judea who had the authority to condemn prisoners to death. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was gripped with remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. 
saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They replied, What is that to us? See to that yourself. And throwing the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary, he left and went away and hanged himself. The chief priest, picking up the piece of silver, said, It is not lawful to put these in the treasury of the temple because it is the price of blood. So after consultation, they used the money to buy the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore, that piece of ground has been called the field of blood to this day. Then the words spoken by Jeremiah the prophet were fulfilled, and they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him on whom a price had been set by the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before Pilate the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? In affirmation, Jesus said to him, It is as you say. But when the charges were brought against him by the chief priests and elders, he did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they are testifying against you? But Jesus did not reply to him, not even to a single accusation, so that the governor was greatly astonished. And now, at the feast of the Passover, the governor was in the habit of setting free any one prisoner whom the people chose. And at that time they were holding a notorious prisoner, guilty of insurrection and murder, called Barabbas. So when they had assembled for this purpose, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to set free for you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For Pilate knew it was because of jealousy that the chief priests and elders had handed Jesus over to him. And while he was seated on the judgment seat, his wife sent him a message saying, Have nothing to do with that righteous and innocent man, for last night I suffered greatly in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. The governor said to them, which of the two do you wish me to set free for you? And they said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all replied, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What has he done that is evil? And they continued shouting all the louder, Let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but rather that a riot was breaking out, He took water and washed his hands to ceremonially cleanse himself of guilt in the presence of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this righteous man's blood. See to that yourselves. And all the people answered, Let the responsibility for his blood be on us and our children. And so he set Barabbas free for them. But after having Jesus severely whipped, scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the governor's soldier soldiers took Jesus into the pre praetorium and they gathered the whole Roman cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him as a king's robe and after twisting together a crown of thorns they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand as a scepter. Kneeling before him they ridiculed him saying hail hail rejoice king of the Jews. They spat on him and they took the reed and struck him repeatedly on the head. After they finished ridiculing him and stripped him of the scarlet robe and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. Now, as they were coming out, they found a man of Cyrene named Simon, whom they forced into service to carry the cross of Jesus. 
And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of skull, they offered him wine mixed with gall, myrrh, a bitter tasting narcotic to drink. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among them by casting lots. And then, sitting down, they began to keep watch over him, to guard against any rescue attempt. And above his head, they put the accusation against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. At the time, the same time, two robbers were crucified with Jesus, one on the right and one on the left. Those who passed by were hurling abuse at him and jeering at him, wagging their heads in scorn and ridicule. And they said tauntingly, You who will destroy the temple and rebuild in three days, save yourself from death if you are the Son of God. Come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, mocked him, saying, He saved others from death. He cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe in him and acknowledge him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now, if he delights in him. For he said, I am the Son of God. The robbers who had been crucified with him also began to insult him in the same way. Now from the sixth hour, which was noon, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour, 3pm. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud, agonised voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some bystanders there heard it, they began saying, This man is calling on Elijah. Immediately one of them ran and took a sponge, soaked it with the sour wine, put it on a reed and gave him a drink. But the rest said, Let us see whether Elijah will come and save him from death. And Jesus cried out again with a loud agonised voice and gave up his spirit, voluntarily, sovereignly dismissing and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to the Father's plan. And at once the veil of the Holy of Holies of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split apart. The tombs were opened and many bodies of the saints, God's people, who had fallen asleep in death, were raised to life. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city, Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. Now the centurion, those who were with him, keeping guard over Jesus, when they saw the earthquake and the things that were happening, they were terribly frightened and filled with awe, and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. There were also many women there, looking on from a distance, who had accompanied Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and Salome, the mother of Zebedee, the mother of Zebedee's sons, James and John. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, so that he might bury him. And Pilate ordered that it be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, burial wrapping, and laid it on his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock, and he rolled a large stone over the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, that is, the day after the day of preparation for the Sabbath, 
The chief priests and Pharisees assembled before Pilate and said, Sir, we have remembered that when he was still alive, that deceiver said, After three days I will rise from the dead. Therefore give orders to have the tomb made secure and safeguarded until the third day. Otherwise his disciples may come and steal him away and then tell people he is risen from the dead. And the last deception that the reporting of his resurrection will be worse than the first, the reporting that he is the Messiah. Pilate said to them, You have a God for soldiers. You have a God of soldiers. Go with them. Make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure. And along with stationing a guard of soldiers to be on watch, they set a seal on they set a seal on the stone. This is the word of the Lord. <sighs> Father, there is not a time in these last nineteen years that I've read this scripture and not felt absolute chills about the things that you were prepared to do for us and I'm still undone and I'm still overwhelmed that you would subject yourself to the most terrible form of death the form of crucifixion just so that mankind can be saved what a kind and faithful God you are and today I only I I I ask you only for one thing that the hearts of people that listen will be moved not just to salvation for themselves but to desperately desperately to desire the salvation of those around them who are not yet believers would you have your perfect way in me that I would never take the cross for granted but also father through the power of the Holy Spirit the Lordship of the Holy Spirit move into salvation those who are listening father thank you for this magnificent gift that allows mankind to stand in eternity with you one day i just don't understand i thank you father so much for your love today as Ghana is preparing for elections i ask you that the power of your holy spirit would move and create order provision sustenance unity in my home country that in london where i'm based where i live where i was born that you would remove fear and anxiety and instead provide peace and hope and stability mental clarity and father for this vile thing that is taking the lives of people would you remove it as you remove plagues as you remove pestilence as you remove terror, as you remove sorrow. You are my God and my King, and I have nobody but you in heaven. But I thank you for this day, and I know that because of your goodness you have heard me, and you will do what I've asked in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your gentleness towards me and your patience for me as I do this work. Have your perfect way today. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sin so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time playing the Play of Salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, <laughs> I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.